Hello everyone, welcome back to episode 39 of It's Not the Worst Movie Ever podcast. We bring you this podcast on April 6th, 2021. Uh, I'm your host, Sterling Hammer, and here's my co-host, Lee Panic. As always, spoiler alert, now let's just jump into this movie. Um, This week we watched a movie that's very similar to last week's movie. Um, <laughs> Lee will contest to it, there's, I mean... I mean, there's differences, yeah. this but this, is, like, yeah. acting-wise, on par. <laughs> uh, Maybe. Uh, cinematography, on par. Uh, right. The plot. editing. Plot in this one, a little a little more advanced. We have to Ooh. agree, right? Mm, yeah. Like, Juilliard compared to, like, Palm Springs High School Theater. Um, <laughs> just Great. Every Those are week. analogies. This yeah. week, we watched the movie, She's the Man. Now... What you're thinking is, that's not true, <laughs> what? but it is. She's the man is on par with Dirty Harry. So, and Lee is surprisingly, this is going to be the first 10 out of 10 for Lee, I think. Um, but we'll get there. Wait, wait, what? Uh, <laughs> I'm just blindsiding Lee with everything, man. Right I'm just going so rapid fire. He can't say no or say yes. <laughs> that's how you get him, everyone. You just say it so fast and quick and so much, they don't know what to disagree with first, and they just end up agreeing. <laughs> um, I've really learned that. Now, uh, this movie, I like this movie. It's a fun little uh, flick. It's not really complicated. Obviously, I'm joking. Uh, this is the polar dang opposite of last week's movie. Like, it's yeah. ridiculous. I would like to watch Clint Eastwood watch this movie. That'd be hilarious. From that time. <laughs> Which would be like even travel funnier. back in time. Yes, and show him show this movie. He'd be like, kidnap him and strap Or him even though what would be funnier is showing him his character in Dirty Harry. Showing Dirty Harry. <laughs> Making him watch this and be like, this is insufferable. Um, He'd shoot the TV. Little like uh, from Bill Brogoli from Westwood One, Mean Girls gets a classic twist. I did not feel like this had anything to do with Mean Girls. Way cool special features. That's fucking pretty lame. Way cool. That makes me want to take um, a hammer. Everybody in has a secret. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so let me get. Let's give you. The, I'm going to give you the little plot synopsis on this DVD. Those are always fun to read. Uh, Amanda Bynes. Amanda Bynes proves that she. That Amanda girls can do anything Amanda guys Amanda can do, and she's the mutt. What? Oh, Amanda, Amanda, yeah. yeah. Everyone, throw throw back to that show. All right. And she's the man. The laughs are nonstop when Viola, disguised as her twin brother Sebastian, joins the high school boys' soccer team and helps win the big game while unexpectedly falling for Duke, the hot star forward. Viola discovers that dealing with high school politics and twisted love triangles is a major challenge when you're a guy who's really a girl. She's the Man features an, an ensemble cast of up-and-coming stars and hit songs. So kick back and get ready to laugh out loud. <laughs> Everything they say in that I agree with and I think it's true. Lee cannot contest it. He has been vetoed. I guess. He's been censored. Bye. <laughs> Lee's been censored by the government. Uh, <laughs> the hammer the hammer regime. They have censored it. Lee cannot censor me, but I can censor it. No. No. I'm kidding, Lee. 
we will get Lee's opinion. But I want to like it's not much. give a little backstory of what about this movie with me. Um, it's not interesting at all. It's just a fucking movie that I watched randomly. <laughs> um, no, I really like Amanda Bynes movies. They're they're always just Amanda Bynes, and then look at all these people around Amanda Bynes, like just like it's except b- for Big Fat Liar. She's the supporting in that movie. That's Frankie Muniz's movie. And that's movie. when she was a little younger, and it was like she was being a kid. And these ones, she's just being like this character. And like ultimately, like now she gives interviews about how like, oh yeah, it was really sad. And like it's a lot of those movies are what leads to the trauma I have now. But whatever, I'm sorry, but I like them. I can't <laughs> like, believe I remembered Big Fat Liar. What movie was a big movie when we were kids? I know it was. I mean, that just, was like almost twenty years ago. I, I mean, that it's sad what happened to that guy. What guy? Oh, Frankie Muniz. Frankie Muniz. Yeah, he like basically can't remember any of the time from those movies or the shows. That's sad. I know, and he's such a like an up and coming like actor in like our generation. Yeah, I liked Malcolm in the Middle. I never really watched it, but the few episodes I did watch, I did like. Um, and I like Amanda Bynes, and Amanda Bynes I thought was funny in that movie. She just it's when she was young and she was still doing the Amanda Bynes show, and mm-hmm. which is just when you think about I think that when you was watch a Nickelodeon that, movie. Yeah, I think so too. When you go back and watch the Amanda Bynes show, like it's pretty crazy, <laughs> like what like what they get away with. Some of the skits, it's like some of these skits could have been on Mad TV. Yeah, like the, especially the same skits, thing with like all that. Yeah, like yes, I mean because they were written by some of the greatest, like uh, like fucking Neil Brennan worked on all now all of that. He wrote for all that. I had no during idea during the '90s. Yeah, um, and Amanda Bynes is on that, um, mm-hmm. and that was back when you so could get away with Keenan, so much more shit. On, who's now on Saturday Night Live? Mm-hmm. That's when you could get away with so much more shit. Uh, now, everybody, the most interesting part of the podcast. Who directed this movie? No. <laughs> uh, it's only interesting when Lee says it because Lee actually knows the directors. But Lee probably knows this one, Andy Fickman. Fickman. Uh, uh, he's the kind of traditional working actor. He's he, Director? He, director, my bad. He directed a movie that I'll show, plan to show Lee unless he's seen it, Game Plan. Which one is Game Plan? With The Rock and that little girl. Seen and, it, hate uh, it. But the scene where she Seen like, it, hate it. She gets allergic hate reaction to Walnut. Hate it. Oh, it's such a good movie, everybody. I'm going to show it to him anyway. Um, you can if you want. It's such a good movie. No. It's been a uh, while. Since have you ever seen movie. Race to Witch Mountain? No. Well, he directed that, and I like that movie. That's another movie, The Rock. Yes. It was when The Rock like briefly worked with Disney for a minute. Yes. And, but like it was also when he was beca- he got smaller. He was trying to be like oh. more like lean action starry and not that big brooding guy he is now, which is way more popular. He's big muscle man. Yes, be a, be a giant, be six four and all muscle. Um, he also directed a little known movie, Paul Blart Mall Cop Two. He didn't direct the first. One. He didn't direct the first one. He nope, directed he, the sequel? He directed this, the popular sequel. It's Did you see Blarp 2? That's rude. No, I've only seen the first one. The first one's the only one that exists in the universe. It's stupid that there's a second one that just added Melissa McCarthy so they could be like, look at me, Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> also be fat and get <laughs> around. Kill me. 
It's like we had enough of that with Kevin James. We didn't need that. Oh man! And Melissa McCarthy's just like a worse Kevin James. I couldn't even finish the first Paul Blart movie. Oh so fuck you! It's cute wanna... and good. And I like it. Yeah. Oh, you haven't finished? You haven't seen the whole thing? Everybody, Lee just revealed something he shouldn't reveal because guess what we're gonna be watching soon. Paul Blart Mall Cop, and then I like that's it's definitely the superior uh, Mall Cop movie. Oh, oh, to observe and report the yeah, Seth Rogen movie. That movie's garbage. I don't like that movie either, but I find it more like at least uh, that movie. To me, weird. that movie's more interesting. That movie's okay. weird and dark for no reason. And you're like, you're a Mall Cop. Why is this movie dark? You can make anything into a dark like character study if it's good, but the movie wasn't that good. Lee is such a harsh judge, and I agree. Um, but also, he should agree that Paul Blart's the superior one. But I think he... Well, well he can't yet, because he hasn't seen it's it. It's weird so that they both came out the same year. That's why I'm saying like they compete. And then Paul Blart was way more successful. Of course it was. Because it was actually fun and, like, care... Fun and... <laughs> it wasn't fun for me. Well, you didn't finish it, so maybe when you finish it and the, like, plot, like, ends get solved... You could actually appreciate I the art that is Paul finally Blart. hang myself. <laughs> finally hang himself on my entrails. <laughs> um, he's also directed tons of TV. Yeah, I bet. so like you know, he's just like that. What like, shows? Average actors. I don't know. Too many. <laughs> okay. Too many to write them all. <laughs> all none right. that I knew. So it was. I mean, they were just like random Fox shows, random CBS uh, shows, random show here, episode there. Okay. It's not like he was like, oh, a, f- a running like director on a series or anything. Uh, no, I mean, but he, he seems like somebody who would probably work on like a major. He worked on like, a lot of sitcom. Kevin James shit. Like, I think he worked on like like he had done some episodes and for like in that kind of genre. Era. King of Queens. I don't want to be quoted on that because I don't think so. But maybe. <laughs> All right. He might have even been a king queen. It's almost like I I couldn't get like a good look at his picture, but whatever. He doesn't really matter. He doesn't. Uh, this movie was produced by. <laughs> that's so rude. Sorry. This movie is Sorry, produced Mr. by Lauren Schuler Dan- Donner. Names people make them simpler. Tom Rosenberg. <laughs> Gary Lucchesi. Lucchesi. Chessy. Sorry, person, but your name sucks. <laughs> um, this movie was written. It was written by somebody. Lee probably goes, "What? No, they didn't just like have a monkey throw darts at a <laughs> board." Um, Karen McGall McCall Lutz. Terrible. Wow, what's with these Christian, names? Christian Sorry. Kristen Smith, person. You're just like I'm a white person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all the white mixed into white. <laughs> but this movie actually does have eh, doesn't have a like, star studded cast but for the, at time, the time it has a really big cast like a decent cast well at the time it's got a some of them now. were unknown yeah, I mean it was true the, the, the back the little synopsis was true a lot of these are up and coming uh, actors um, namely Janet Tatum but we'll get to him in a second first we have Amanda Bynes as Viola Hastings, um, she's like she's the she's the cr- she's cross dressing as her brother uh, to like play on the soccer team because the school she went to the soccer team wouldn't let her play. 
if it sounds familiar of like a girl going undercover at a school as a boy, it's because it is. This movie was based off of um, oh, it's based off the Twelfth Night, the Shakespeare play, inspired. Oh, and also uh, it has a lot of like tie, uh, people like uh, compare this a lot to that Disney uh, straight to movie, uh, straight to TV movie with the motocross. That girl who pretends to be her brother to oh, be a motocross. Yeah. I like I like that movie too. You know what else this is kind of like? It's kind of like the first movie we watched for this podcast. Damn. Just one of the guys. That's another thing you'll learn about. Just this. one of the guys. Just one of the guys has still one of the best original soundtracks in the podcast history. Go back and listen to that episode. You'll hear us say that a bunch. <laughs> Ain't that a treat? Um. Yeah, it's similar, but yeah, that's a that's a common genre swap movie. That's gonna be a common genre with my movie. Not not common, but I do like that genre. I just think it's funny yeah, yeah, yeah. and cute. And don't judge me. Not you are. Um, I think she's great in this movie. It's just Amanda Bynes bang Amanda Bynes. Like, what do you want? Fucking Kristen Stewart. Well, go watch Twilight for that. She's better than Kristen Stewart. Oh, perhaps. Kristen Stewart would have been a good Bella. I mean, not Kristen. A good Viola? Amanda Bynes would have been a good Bella. Maybe. Maybe. She would um, have had more charisma. Now, the big person, the the breakout role character uh, actor from this movie, Channing Tatum, as Duke Orisno. Oris- Orsino. 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 God, terrible. And they were Just, saying he's, Duke. he's Duke. He's Duke. Man. Um, and this is the this uh, this movie was made and released. I don't know about made, but it was released. Probably made. <laughs> it was released at the same time as Step Up, same year. That's crazy. And this movie actually comes out first. Mm-hmm. And uh, the funny thing is, Lee, like you probably like go like oh, this poo poo this movie. Well, Amanda Bynes actually fought with the producers to get Channing Tatum on this movie, to, for them to give him a chance. Because they thought he was too old. Mm. Um, I can kind of see that actually. But because he and he, but Channing Tatum credits that if like this movie helped launch his career. If he hadn't gotten this movie, he may not have gotten the step. Like, and well, you know, because this movie got his name out, so then people went and saw the step up more. He's not bad in it. He's Channing Tatum. <laughs> There's one point where like he's really like intense, and I was like, whoa. I think you're a little too intense for this movie, bruh. When 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 he was mad at, when he found out? He, yeah, when he like gets mad at Oh, when uh, he sees her kiss that when he sees her who he think he when he see thinks he sees Sebastian kissing uh the girl he likes. Yeah. And then he's like throws him out of the room or throws her out of the room. Yeah, he does get real tense. like and it's like what? <laughs> What's happening? Chantanum acting, that's what's happening. <laughs> we see it in uh, Step Up. I know. Well, I mean, it worked there because that movie oh. was kind of oh. like intense. And it worked here, too. Yeah. Really? But, but man, it binds you so hurt, and then she had to go sleep with uh, Eunice. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Lee's rude, everybody. Um, we got Laura Ramsley, Ramsey as Olivia Lennox. She's Lee's love. 
Uh, I won't say it on the podcast because I don't want to say what these like. I don't want to embarrass. Oh, is this the? Okay, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, (laughs) we would be canceled. Lee would be canceled if we said what Lee said she was. But go watch the movie. (laughs) <laughs> and you'll, you'll know what Lee you called You'd her. sound like I'd said something like so horrible that some people probably would say that. Mm. Canceled. Um, we got James Snyder as Malcolm Festies. I'm a man, okay. Uh, I like beautiful women. <laughs> she is a very pretty woman. So she's I, seventy-five years old, and it's really weird. No, <laughs> no. But everybody, uh, I'm not going to confirm or deny anything, so cancel Lee. This will be a solo podcast in the future. Might as well. Lee will still give me suggestions. He just won't be on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I just have to watch his. I'll still watch his movies with him. I'll just talk about it. Yeah, it's garbage. I hate it. (laughs) Lee's like, ah. I love this movie. Uh, You got Emily Perkins as Eunice Bates. She's the ner- the creepy, nerdy white girl. Who's like, <laughs> I feel bad for her. You did, but like she didn't feel bad about the way that she was treated because she was so weird. And plus, she gets her guy in the end. She they, like, gets the only. She gets the token they black guy. Fuck right there, basically. Mm-hmm. And it's just like she eats his face, and it looks gross. Um, <laughs> you got Alex, but then I recognize that Emily Perkins in a couple of these kind of movies. She always plays that little role. Like the nerdy white girl who's kind of creepy. It's bad to get typecast of that. Uh, yes. You got Alex Breckenridge as Monique Valentine. That's Ow. the girl that Channing Tatum likes, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You got James Kirk as Sebastian Hastings, the actual brother. Uh, Robert Hoffman as Justin Drayton. Drayton. And the funny thing is, Lee was just like, oh, I mean, he's her much older brother, right? And it's like, nope, they're twins. And Lee was like, what? What? He what? looked like a much older man. He looked like he could be 25. Yes, but also 17, like he is in the movie. <laughs> Uh, definitely. I mean, they definitely do look like twins, right? <laughs> no. They oh. I mean, for frater- they could be fraternal twins, which means that they're not identical. Twins aren't always identical. I think they were, uh, because they ju- they just look similar from behind. I guess. Because he's like not that big of a dude. He's like the he's like a uh, a musician. She's not into sports like he Viola. He snuck off to is. England to play in a. Oh. A gig, a band. My God, so mid two thousands bands are still around. Like we're gonna be the all, we're gonna be the next All American Rejects. We're gonna be the next Sum Forty One. And just a few short years, nothing. Nope. Now Sad. you have to rap. Sad. Uh, you got uh, Vinny Jones as Coach Coach Dinklage. Good old Vinny Jones. I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Classically loved every time Lee saw him, he'd say that. And I was just like, hmm, it was funny the first time. <laughs> I know. Um, but now we got a fan, uh, a group favorite, a podcast favorite of the movie, David Cross, as Principal Horatio Gold. Um, every time he was on screen, I, on screen, I laughed. Because it's just, it's funny that he's in this movie. It's like, why? It's not even like not he why. had an era of like, 
doing like money movies for money. Obviously, he probably did this for money. He was uh, in the Alvin and the Chipmunks movie too. But he just randomly is and in a couple movies. Of them. He's just randomly being a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also one of the best parts in uh, Scary Movie too. Oh yeah, he's the crippled guy who sucks his own dick. I could do it myself, you bitch. <laughs> he's, 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 yeah, he's the cripple who has a chip on his shoulder. Like I could do everything by myself, and then he does everything terrible. And always like falls downstairs and cuts himself. And, <laughs> and he gets to, like the fight with the ghost at one point, and he like quotes Dirty Harry with the like the little gun that he has. Like, do you feel lucky, punk? And he gets thrown out a window. <laughs> he gets thrown out a window. The guy tries to save him with the deformed hand. He's like, like oh, the- no, I don't grab it i remember that movie is so good i want to watch that movie again when he's like making all like all the food looks so good but then he keeps touching it with his horrible gross deformed little hand and all the so food's ruined <laughs> oh, God. but his hand looked gross and then like pus and roots on it and it was little and shriveled up yeah. nowadays you could not do that because there's a guy with an actual arm like that and he's just like that's a thank you it's like well your arm's gross <laughs> Sorry, life's on. Cancel lo- you now. Sorry, life's like uh, not fair, but some people have gross arms. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I got a gross face, so you know, feel so bad for me. <laughs> Here, here's a fishing rod. <laughs> what the? F- if you get that, you get it. Uh, John Piper Ferguson as Roger Hastings, the dad who's like in it for ten seconds, who's just like my son's got a big dick. And why is my daughter showing her titties? And then he's just not in it. That was weird. Brandon, hey, she had to prove that. Was she gonna flash her bush? I, I did. What he could, what 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 she should have done. I get it. You're going for the more f- shock value and the funniness, and it's 2006. But like, you could just grab Channing Tatum's hand and like put your his hand on your chest and been like, and he would have squeezed me like, oh, that's a booby, and not a fucking peck. That's kind of like, uh, again, like uh, just one of the guys, you know, at the end where she fucking just flashes the guy. That's a comic trope in Gender Bender. Where do you get off having tits? Yeah, that's one of the best lines in the goddamn movie. It's hilarious. Because uh, he's just so upset. He's like, where do you get off having tits? Um, but yeah, that's a common trope in Gender Benders is like, how do they? Because the guy's always like, no, man, I don't care. No, I don't believe you, man. You're just fucking with me. Because guys would fuck with each other probably to do that. Like, no, bro, I'm a girl. Like, admit you love me and I'll suck your dick. And it's like, they admit it a lot. Okay, man, I love you. And it's like, hi, but actually, dude, you fucking idiot. And like, But no, like, so the common trope is just like, oh, how do I prove it? Like, and they're not going to be a guy like, oh, just flash my dick. Like, yeah, I'm not going to just flash my vagina. I'm a lady. <laughs> I'm a so lady. I'll show my tits. Because tits look a lot different than pecs. <laughs> yes. Um, but it is also more disturbing when you think that she's supposed to be a high school girl mm, and there's yeah. all those guys at that, like that high school tournament, like play, like stadium that are like over eight. Like it's, and there's also children there. Like <laughs> they're just looking at their first pair of titties. Like and it's just like the parents. So 2006 is just weird. Yeah. They're just like, Oh, that's upsetting. But they're not, I, the real parents would be like, Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, you got Clifton Murray as Andrew. We're getting into the people who are like, who? Jonathan Sadowski as Paul Antonio. Uh, Amanda Crew as Kia. Jessica Lucas as Yavana. Linda are, Boyd yeah. and her friends. Yeah. 
Linda Boyd uh, as Cheryl. They're just both like, we're here and we're hot. Yeah. Um, Katie Stewart as Maria. Robert Torty as Coach Pinot. What about uh, what about the mother? She was at least somewhat more of a. She character. was probably one of those names I said. You just don't recognize her name. But she was the actress who played uh, Scarlett Johansson's mother in another movie that we watched for the podcast, and you should Where check she this was episode just out. The role that she is in in every movie that she's in. The rich white old mother and terrible at it. She's a terrible mother. <laughs> yeah, um, and then but you she got... was Scarlett Johansson's mother in Marriage Story. Yes, a terrible movie, and don't go listen to that podcast. Uh, I'm just kidding. Episode. Go listen to that Watch episode. the film because it's good. Don't listen to him. Listen to me. Uh, and lastly, I don't know why this guy was given a credit. Mark Ashen as groundskeeper. I mean, he had a crazy voice. I got to turn all the sprinklers, but... <laughs> I think I know who that is. He's probably someone famous that was just like a can't thing, but like not, I don't know. No, he's not famous, but he's a character actor who I've seen in certain things. Like a little well known guy, a little tidbit for people. Like, why are you in this? <laughs> uh Lee loved the music, so I'm sure he's dying to hear this. The music was by Nathan Wang. You can go download all of his playlists. Like the score or the It's probably the music that was chosen for the movie. We'll play American All All American Rejects right here, and we'll play <laughs> uh, Alvar Levine rip off right here. <laughs> yeah, there was definitely some like rip off like artists. They're like, you sound like this big artist now, but we can't afford that big artist now. But then they actually had some like, big because they names. put all their big money. Oh, they probably put all the money into getting All American Rejects because they were just the bee's knees in two thousand six. That's very true. I remember that. Uh, the cinematography was done by Greg Gardner. Gardner, uh, you got edited by Michael Jablo. Why am I saying these things? Because you know these people deserve credit, and you gotta hear the name. And Lee might know it, and sometimes Lee gives a random tid about the per- tid tidbit about the person, and it's interesting. So I it's my podcast. I didn't really know who any of those people. Were, I know. So. I said <laughs> sometimes. I didn't give you that much credit. <laughs> just kidding goodness everybody everyone probably thinks I bully Lee in the yes. contrast Lee's bullies me you should see the bruises um, the production company for this was DreamWorks Pictures Lakeshore Entertainment and the Donner Donner's Party the Donner's Company uh, which I think is a weird name the Donner's Company well it's uh, what is their name Lisa blah 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 Donner or something? Yeah, it's her Lee. studio, probably. Sure. Lisa, blah, 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 something, another Donner. All right. I know who that is. Thank you for that. One of the producers? One of those worst, useless pieces of <laughs> uh, Distributed by right Paramount Pictures, Lee's favorite studio. Did you distribute Studios is a. This is a good studio. They made some quality films. And they just went bankrupt. Um kind of sad. No, they didn't. <laughs> no, they have a new streaming service, Paramount TV have, Plus. They, channel 65 is the Paramount channel now. Oh, or yeah. not ch- Channel 65 for everybody, but Spike TV. About time. But they still show the stuff that was on Spike. Um, Pretty much. This movie was released in March 17th, 2006. So, you know, good old era. 2006. God damn, I was in middle school. Old. That's just 
makes me want to vomit, everybody. To know that this movie's 15 years old. This movie's like, we're hip and we're for young teen people. And it's like, not no more, you're old people. The people that are teenagers in this movie are old, decrepit monsters now, like me. Yep. <laughs> uh, the budget for this movie was $20 million, which is pretty big, I think. I think it like mostly went to... What? I feel like it all went to Amanda Bynes. No, it probably went well, to the soundtrack. Some... True. A little bit of that. And... They got a couple big-time like older people, actors... David Cross got like nineteen million, um, but yeah, because it's all on like this one movie, like school. So like the sets, nothing. Yeah, unless you got. I mean, renting that school very, might have been expensive. Yeah, there aren't a lot of locations. A lot of it takes place like indoors. Yeah, in this like dormitories and schools. Like they just keep like the rent soccer a out. game. It doesn't take place in like a huge stadium or anything. No, it's a school stadium. It didn't even. Ta- it didn't even feel like it took place in a stadium. Oh yeah, it did. Never mind. Yeah, there's those huge blisters. Yeah, I remember that. Please try to poo poo my, my movie. Uh, the box office for this movie was a success, a moderate success. 57.2 million, so nothing huge. Compared to a budget of what? 20 million. Oh, that? sorry. We just I'm c- out of it. Now everyone thinks we're stupid. They already thought that. Oh, okay. Rude. Um, now we're gonna get into some interesting facts. Ooh. He's gonna be super interested in these, right? Uh, you remember that scene when uh, Channing Tatum walks by the nerd guy, uh, that creepy Malcolm guy, and whips him with the towel? <laughs> yeah, that was a real reaction. Channing Tatum didn't mean to actually hit him, but he actually hit him right in the eye, and that scream was real. That's why, if you notice in that scene, I noticed it. It's edited weird. Because he yeah. probably did it, and Channing Tatum was immediately probably like, "Oh shit! Oh my god!" Like. Because he's probably like, ah! <laughs> yeah. It did, yeah. Then it goes immediately to him just like brushing his teeth again. Which I guess it kind of works. It just makes it seem like really nonchalant and I guess a little funnier. Yeah. It was kind of funny when... It was funny when it first happened because he's giving like... It's a scene like, like, Shabbat, like uh, Amanda Bynes is trying to take a shower because you can't take a shower during the normal times. So she has to go when no one's... She thought no one was there. Turns out this this creepy guy... Is there? Um, who's the, who's in love with the girl that Channing Tatum's in love with? Um, but like, too much in love. Um, and he's giving her like, I'm you gotta wear your fucking shower slippers. And James just walk by and just fucking whips him with a tail like a towel right in his eye. He's like, ah! Gives the classic nerd scream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. James is like, bitch, and just keeps walking. <laughs> like, I like that. That seems funny. Um, I chuckled. Uh, Amanda Bynes had never played soccer before this movie, uh, but all the shots were like m- most of the shots that are filmed of uh, soccer playing is, are actually her. She like dem- like she like really like tried to learn soccer for this movie. I mean, there's not some like nothing like too crazy, and the soccer playing is actually not that much. Most of like what you see of soccer is her just doing training and yeah. practice stuff, yeah. stuff that you could just do mm-hmm. and learn in like an afternoon. But still. Uh, most of the outbursts in this movie by David Cross and even Amanda Bynes are uh, ad-libbed. They, they both ad-libbed seemed, a lot. It seemed like it, yeah. They both ad- because that that's what they I, they both do that. Like Ad- David Cross, one is an actor or a comedian, comedian. and Amanda Bynes was on all that and uh, the Amanda yeah, Bynes show. I'm sure she just ad-libbed all the time. Yeah. Um. <laughs> everybody. 
I hope that doesn't come on the recording because Lee just did a bad thing. But all right, let's move on so we don't embarrass Lee. Um, well, that's actually the end because I already told you the other two uh, interesting facts. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast over. Bye bye. Interesting facts. Well, you got the other ones, the ones I told you that's based on Twelfth Night and that Amanda Bynes fought for him. Um, but this one also, I I feel like I've been a little lackluster on the co- uh, the quotes these last few movies, so I went a little harder you didn't on this one. Even write down any quotes for the, my movie. I know. I do feel bad about that, but not too bad. But I bad enough that well, I won't do it again. And that I did. I went. In, I got some good quotes for this movie. Um, I was just. I was just. Nuh-uh. Okay. Let me put it a little. Put it a stop to that little brain fart right now. Girls with asses like mine do not talk to boys with faces like yours. This is Lee's favorite character in the movie, by the way. Oh, uh, yeah. Gives a little insight on what kind of like rudeness Lee is. Lee thinks he's got the finest ass in the game, and he's just always flaunting it at work. Um, That's true. Yeah, he's just always getting sales off like old gay men. He's just like, oh, let me help you get that book. They love me. (laughs) Um, Oh, right. Ow. Oh, for the love of God, it burns. When uh, Violet gets kicked in the balls with someone kicks a uh, soccer ball in her balls. You know, like, it's not, it doesn't, that joke doesn't really work because it it implies like, oh, well, if she got, if girls get hit that's why it's a stupid bad joke because it's it was hacky then even then because it's like that everyone knew already if like if you went walked up to a girl and just hard kicked her in the pussy it would hurt like a motherfucker it wouldn't be like oh haha that i don't feel anything there like wait what it's still a part of the human it it might not hurt as much as your balls getting crushed but it hurts still like a motherfucker yeah um and when I close my eyes, I see you for who you truly are, which is ugly. This is when he's breaking up with Lee's favorite character. Oh, yeah. Um, this is during the scene where he gets every... It's funny. Like, like, how do you get a bunch of high school boys to think you're cool? Make them think you have a bunch of sex. <laughs> like, yeah. And just because, yeah, that's when they use his hot friends to, like, make them all think, like, oh, like, like oh, Amanda look at all these Bynes exes uses he has. her friends. Yeah, look at all these like, like exes. I and have. then I her brother's uh, ex actually comes in, and it like just it, it fits perfectly into his scheme, because um, she's like the hottest one out of all of them. They think, and then also she keeps she getting, is. like her yeah. boyfriend, her ex boyfriend's name is Justin, but she calls him Justine. So then it looks like another person's texting her. Um. <laughs> this is this is when Lee was feeling bad for this character. How come when I wanted to ask Eunice out, everybody made fun of me? But then Sebastian likes her, and suddenly she's cool. Screw you guys. I hate high school. That's our token guy. Uh, the one who eventually just fall, falls in love with Eunice. And it's random. They have sex on the field as high school students. Uh, <laughs> right next to, uh, like, when you think about it, like, that that's happening right next to, like, uh, when uh, Viola or Amanda Bynes and her brother and the parents are having that little moment of like, let's have get dinner together. And right there, just two people having sex. Just fucking like animals. You know, everyone, we're just joking. They weren't actually having sex. They were probably just making out like crazy because they are students and children and there were a lot of people there. <laughs> but, I mean, 
the actress. But in themselves. Lee's uh, alternate ver- universe one, where it's Amanda Bynes gets stabbed in the throat by like a gypsy, uh, <laughs> they actually are fucking. You know, with a dark one. The dark one. Uh, this is one of my favorite quotes in the movie, and favorite. Just, I just like David Cross in it. Uh, it seemed like the only time he was actually taking the role a little serious. He's probably halfway to China by now. I mean, he showed his Willis and Doodleberries. Oh God! Yeah. Present, and then like he just pops up out of nowhere. The the the. the like every comes scene up. he was in, I just felt like he was being sarcastic. But this one felt more serious because when he popped back up, he was like, "Oh, he's still here." Like it's like he was actually intimidated by the big dick. Um, I wonder if he really had a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. This this was the cutest of the quotes, and this is the end. This is the big romance quote I think of the movie. Well, you know I should have told you. Well, you know I should have told you who I was, but I was afraid. I'm sorry. Well, you know maybe if I had known you were a girl, we wouldn't have talked like we did and got to know each other the same way, and that would have been a shame. You know what? Oh no, that would have been a shame. I think that's just like that's a good line to say to a girl. Especially in that moment in the movie. I mean, she already loved him so much. You know, when you think about it, this movie, it took two weeks. Like, it took a span of two weeks over a span of two weeks. And it felt like so much happened. Yeah. Like, they so did so much many happened. things. They went to carnivals and uh, debutante lunches and debutante, debutante balls. balls and uh, kill me. Uh, soccer games and soccer practices and in the beginning they went to the beach and mm. they went to school classes and mm. they went to the dorm room and they got uh, there was hijinks hijinks all around there was hazing yes I remember that for like six seconds cause she had to escape they threw oatmeal on them threw they, up, were making, threw up on them. they were making the the pledges or whatever strip where all the soccer all the people were new recruits yeah making them strip in this ritual things that would get your school and your team banned nowadays yep you can't do shit like that slowly but surely but good because too many people are dying I mean this they weren't gonna die from this but it's a culture where they're it's gonna lead to a culture where eh who cares grow up life's traumatizing but if you're going to be forced to drink 17 beers in a row, then no, that's bad. Because you have to go through this some crazy alcohol gauntlet. Because every year they got to up themselves. Uh, you know what? She's right. I'm going to see you on the soccer field, and we'll settle this all then. Okay, Duke. Or we just settle it here. Sucker pun. Oh. We get our lovely main character, uh, the villain of this movie. Uh, villain. Kind of like. Oh yeah, the guy he's who just in the beginning and he's would in eventually end. be the lead in Step Up Two is like Step Up people in this movie. is like the antagonist in this movie or one of them. Yeah, Viola's like ex boyfriend. He's a real yes. sexist piece. He's of a shit. prick. And he's a crybaby. And he pops his collar. And he cries like a bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the biggest thing. He's a cry bitch, baby. Uh, I thought this quote was funny. It was just like randomly said. And I feel like this was just like a subtle like joke for one of the writers to just sneak into this kind of movie. This meant for like teen girls. Yeah, she gives great nods. Oh. Because everyone knows. Come on. Come on. She gives good wife. 
She gives good wife. Uh, is your sister hot? I thought this this was this was a funny quote. Is your sister hot? Uh, I guess so. She's got a great personality. Ew. <laughs> you cannot do that nowadays either. That was kind of funny. But yeah, you can't do that shit. You can't do anything anymore. Nothing. That's what we're also learning through all our movies. It's like, oh, they can't. We'll never get movies like this anymore again. Some of our favorite movies we'll never get again. Because. Problematic. From us, man. Like, I know other places in the world have things going on, but like, I want to watch movies. With like. Racism? No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Everybody canceled that. <laughs> it. it didn't happen. Um, now everybody, we're getting into the favorite time of everyone of the podcast. Questions for Lee. Questions for Lee. Questions. We got questions for Lee. Questions. How does Channing Tatum's performance compare in this to Step Up? I mean, he's not. Not bad in this movie, but yeah, I think I like him way better in Step Up. I like the character more. I like the movie way more. I, I, it goes into like even like Lee likes it darker. Like even in Lee's mind, in my world of movies, Step Up is a darker movie compared to this one, and it does have like he's an orphan and who's been I, through the system. Like it had grit. To it, you and actually thought Channing Tatum probably had a pretty fucked up I childhood. Liked, I actually liked the his character in Honestly, this one. Yeah, Channing Tatum's just like a ri- like they're all just rich kids. Yeah, well, uh, we'll get into how I feel about the characters, I guess, <laughs> in a moment. So yeah, I step up is the better performance for sure. Better character. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, th- I thought that anyway. Um, how was this? Is other than Big Fat Liar? How was your first Amanda Bynes movie? Like uh, now, you want my opinion of, of mm-hmm. the movie? Yeah. Uh, it's time for it's the question. Question I, for I didn't hate it, but I didn't really like it. I could tell, I, like, you were, like, snapping in and out of focusing on it. Yeah, I was kind of just, like, mostly bored. This movie just, like, it was just, like, air. <laughs> you know, it was there for most of it. I chuckled a couple of times. I wasn't, I mean, I was annoyed at some of it. But I wasn't, like, irritated. And There's no like, old man. No, there was no point where the old man came out. I was just, like, okay. I was very passive during this film. I was passively watching this film. It, it was funny reaction, I think, in its own way. Because it's just like you're seeing more and more like Lee, like Sterling just watches air. <laughs> yes. Like this is what Sterling means by like, I don't want to think when I watch my movie. Yeah, you really don't have to think during this film. It's just like, it's, uh, the things are going to happen in this isn't movie. Isn't it cute? <laughs> Everybody at least shaking his head. No, it was not cute. <laughs> no, it wasn't. You don't like the little fluffy romance, the fluff? You don't like fluff? Sometimes, but not, not this. Not the whole movie. No, you like a little fluff here and there, but you don't like a whole movie of fluff. No. Yes. No. I, this movie just... It, 
I gotta, I gotta, like, I gotta try to think, like, was there anything that was entertaining? And I just, like, again, no, I was just, I was a robot during this film. I had no, almost no emotions. I, like, creepily, it was almost like I would occasionally become human again. And I'd be awakened from my robotic stupor. And you go, ha. And something kind of amusing would happen. And I'd go, ha. And then that that would be it for right like 20 minutes. Right back in his turtle shell. Uh, is the movie almost over? <laughs> well, damn, Lee. Well, this question's going to be really hard for you then. What was your favorite part? No, that's not hard at all. It's David Cross. Oh. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Okay. As soon as he like came I, I, on screen, I started cracking up. That was the only time where I really did like when he would snap react to this movie. It was whenever David Cross was, came on. Yeah, his first scene, I was just I was dying because he's just David Cross and his delivery is just hilarious. He is really funny. A little too liberal, but he is really funny. I love him. Okay. <laughs> Better yet, then, without David Cross, what's your favorite part of this movie? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> I mean, fuck. What What else? Soundtrack? I don't, I don't give a shit about that because <laughs> All-American Rejects, sure, they were a thing when I was a kid, but I don't really think that much of them. Oh, I, I have that song on my playlist. Okay, sorry, <laughs> but you know, it didn't make that much of an impact on me. Uh, I guess I liked Vinnie Jones, but he wasn't really in it all that much, and I thought like he kind of gave a just a, like, uh, oh, I'm angry, but just mad. <laughs> like okay, all right, Lee. I'll, I'll guess what? I'll tap you. I'll accept David Cross. Thank you. <laughs> because it's just, I've never seen Lee struggle this hard to be like, well, you know, at least I like the scene where he, like, or, uh, Jen Tatum licked the doorknob. Like, <laughs> there's nothing. Sorry. So we'll move on to the next question real quick before we gotta go. What's your biggest complaint? Let's get this going. I didn't like the characters oh. at all. I didn't, like, I didn't despise them. I didn't hate them. Because then, like, I would have had some, like, sort of angry reaction. But I just didn't... I just thought, like, these are all just a bunch of, like, preppy, fucking rich, just white privilege fucking... <laughs> so- and they're, like, I, all these scenes of them, like, training for soccer. Like, I'm, I'm not really, like... Not a sports guy, obviously. This was also during the era, like where you'd have like a lot of soccer's popular. Yeah, soccer was. It's it's not an interesting. Because this movie sport was like me. meant for like, oh, go see this if you if you for middle class white people. Yeah, because yes, it's like the school that's like for ri- rich white people. They're not they're but they don't have a big enough field or big enough school to have a football team, so they have a soccer team. Exactly. Uh, well, it is football, but. You know, not an American. American, it's soccer. Soaker. And they should rename it to soccer in the world because America (laughs) lives there. I won't say football unless it's a football. 
<laughs> Hope you all enjoyed that little that bit right there. Weird. But yes. So the characters. These characters were. The movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess it'll be easy to get the rating then. What, what do you. What do you. I'm afraid to ask. What do you. What do you. What do you rate this movie? Negative 17? Sounds like no. it's about to be. It'd be a good zero. I mean. No, I didn't hate it. But I just. Sounds I, like you did. I didn't really get anything out of this movie, really, except a couple of funny scenes with David Cross. Uh, This almost sounds like my reaction to uh, Boondot Sanks. No, not the Boondot Sanks. Reservoir Dogs? Reservoir Dogs. Really? I nothing that movie, too. Because you're like, oh, this movie's going to be, like, it's going to disturb him. And it's like, nope, didn't give a shit. the characters okay yeah this movie I don't know it's like it's not the worst movie ever one day we will find it when we do an episode of BMI bad movie intermission or maybe I mean maybe not or (laughs) we might not come to a consensus that this is the worst movie ever but I might eventually watch one of your movies like this is the worst movie I'll ever see or and vice versa very true fuck this rating I guess I'll give it a four I just I didn't I didn't like this movie I didn't really, but I I don't have much to say about it. It's like, yeah, it's air. This movie is just pure fluff. Fluffy duff. It's almost like, uh, it's kind of like you're struggling, like how you struggled with uh, a knight's tale, a uh, knight's. No, fuck, well, I night hated before that movie. Christmas. I didn't hate this movie. Surprise! That movie was air too. This movie had a little bit more going on. This movie made yeah, at least you me like chuckle Channing a couple Tatum of times. And David Cross this saved it a lot. This movie's just like, you know what? I'm gonna bump my. I'm gonna be nice. I'm gonna bump my rating up to a five and say that this movie is just middle of the road, just completely so average that it just blends into everything. And I'm just like, nope. I'm excited now to show you the other few Amanda Bynes movies I own and like. And see if they, if you think any of them, which one will be end up being your favorite? Wait, what? I'm sorry, I didn't catch. All I that. can't wait till because you just rude and just spaced out and started just. I'm sorry, doing we're recording this kind of late night, so I'm like. I know they did away. the exile. It's crazy, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to show you the other Amanda Bynes movies that I like and seeing and 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 seeing like which one ends up being your favorite. How many other movies has she done? She's done a few, and I'll show you a couple. Not all of them. <laughs> Not all of them. Great. Well, what's well, your rating? Just uh, everybody. Oh, just, Get on with it. Ah. Okay. This um. I I can't give it like a super high rating because even I can admit it's just fluff. It's air. So I'm gonna give it a nice seven. I think this movie is fun. I really like the romance. I like Channing Tatum. I like Amanda Bynes. I really feel bad about what happened to Amanda Bynes and her career. 
and kind of happened to Channing Tatum a little bit. She said, but Channing Tatum had a little bit of a mental breakdown from stress and like everything. I think. Um, yeah. And Amanda Bynes, like, it. who knows what happened to Amanda Bynes? Like, definitely untreated uh, and undiagnosed mental disorder, probably ignored so that her people around her could continue to make money off of her. Yeah, it's like, oh, it makes you funnier. Yeah. She did say that this movie uh, is one of the things that kicked off her uh, body dysmorphia because she really didn't like the way she looked like when she was a boy. She didn't like the way she looked. Ah, okay. It messed with her sense of self. Which is fucked up when you think about it because this movie's so, like, I think it's a little less fluff. (laughs) Uh, That's a more interesting story right there than just... Well, I'm gonna pretend to be you, boy. So I can be on the soccer team. Well, I bet we get a man of binds like documentary, like we did on uh, Britney Spears, Spears yeah. and a couple other people now. Or maybe they'll do like a documentary on that whole like '90s era. I think Amanda Bynes could get her whole own documentary. She could, but I mean, all those like and I think she deserves it, and she needs like the limelight. We'll see. See what happens. Just give it to her, Lee. I'll Stop get trying to right make her a fifteen foot note on, right on fifteen it. minute phone nut. Footnote. Get right on it, yeah. Lee has that power, everybody thinks. Yeah, Lee's gonna get us in the movies. He's gonna get us in the picture shows, pa. The pictures. The moving pictures. Um Well. Last thing. Lee. Can you tell the ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> What we will be enjoying and talking about next week on the podcast on episode 40. All right. Well, uh, we're uh, considering that uh, this week, uh, probably uh, the biggest movie to come out in uh, quite a while uh, Mm -hmm. has been released, Mm -hmm. uh, Godzilla Versus Kong. Yes, buddy. Uh, The movie that seems to possibly be saving cinema right now, which is interesting. Thank you. Uh, So I decided, uh, since Sterling hasn't seen this film, decided to go with a more recent film, one that came out in 2017. It's a part of the the new... uh, MonsterVerse franchise, which includes uh, Godzilla 2014, Godzilla King of the Monsters, and now Godzilla vs. Kong. We're going to watch Kong Skull Island. Yes, I've never seen this. I've seen snippets, but it was in Thai with, like, like Thai, like, dubbed. <laughs> um, yes, and so it was just, like, snippets on a channel show. So, yeah, I have not seen this movie, surprisingly. Not like I actively like. Oh, I don't fuck this movie. I I like this movie. We uh, we recently just saw Kong versus, Kong versus Godzilla. Godzilla. Great movie. Suggest everyone to go see it. Go recommend it. Yes. But go see it in your local theater. Support them. Wear your mask. Distant social distance. But please go support your local theater. Get some popcorn. Get some candy. Get a soda pop. Treat yourself, and you'll have a great time. Because this movie's also a movie you should see. You need to feel the rumble. Yes, it's been sure. so long since I felt a movie sound system, and this was the perfect movie to come back to movies with. Yeah, it wasn't. Not to you know, go too on too long about this, but uh, 
the sound design is way better than the other movie that we saw in theaters a few uh, months before. Tenet. Tenet. Which was still I good. Hate, I hated the sound design of that movie, though. Because it was just... <laughs> I don't really remember In it. this movie, the sound design was way better. It was loud, but it wasn't You felt it so in your abrasive. bones. But you felt it like... Yeah, you like felt it in your body. Like you when he was like stepping and stuff, so it felt realistic. Because the monsters are so huge. Yeah, and they matched it well with like but, what was uh, happening. Maybe, well, maybe we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about... But uh, we probably will. ...that franchise as a whole next week. Yes, next week. I was, was about to say, like, yeah, let's save this conversation for next week. Um, but as you as you guys heard, we'll be watching it, and I mean oh. clearly, like, I'm probably gonna like this movie. So, but we'll see. Maybe I don't. Whoa, Maybe what? what? Maybe it gets a two? Who knew? No. Um, but as always, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Um, even if it was air, we hope you love this air. Hope it smelled like cotton candy and bubble gum. Um, please follow us on TikTok, on Instagram at at it's not the worst movie ever pod. Uh, we post uh, content throughout the week uh, related to whatever movie we talked about and also some just extra little thingies in the stories. You know, little fun tidbitties about other shit. Uh, you can find our personal Instagrams linked in the bio. You want to go follow nothing? You can go follow those. Uh, we hope, uh, please leave a rating and a review and share the podcast. It's just. It helps out immensely because you can every five star rating we get, every review we get, every time you share the podcast, that helps promote us to the front page of po- Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts, which gets more people to listen to this podcast, which makes it a little bit more fun and more worthwhile to do on our end. I mean, we're just, I mean, this, this is really fun to do. I've been watching a lot, we've been watching a lot of new movies on each side, but. I mean, life gets real, and I mean, we gotta keep doing this. We gotta be able to do. I want to see some views. I don't. I don't care about making money, but I'd like to see some more people seeing it. So I mean, if you're enjoying what you're hearing, help us out. Um, do but, us a solid. Yeah, but on that note, we hope you have a great week. We hope you have enjoyed this listen, and we will see you next week. Man, I'm Lee. <laughs>